Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's a Wednesday if you're listening to this to on a release day, or it's just a winning Wednesday, because that's what today's podcast is about. It's about winning. I'm winning because there's a cup of coffee in my hand. And today I'm going to be covering six productivity tips to manage time and to get more done. Productivity tip number one, have a cup of coffee, drink it, and then go. No, I'm just kidding. You have to make sure that you take care of yourself. You got to take care of your body. Got to take care of your mind. Caffeine is okay. Just don't get adrenal fatigue. Drink more water than you do coffee. But I'm really excited to share about today's episode. I'm really excited to talk about this because for 10 years as an entrepreneur, I lived with this broken paradigm that I had to do more to have more, that I had to hustle harder to achieve bigger results. And after building million dollar companies and losing them and helping companies achieve, you know, seven, eight, nine figures, or for those of you that know about this post, building my first hundred dollar business, I still haven't done as I'm being a little facetious here. Uh, that paradigm blew up in my face quite a few times. And it's an easy trap to get caught in. It's an easy one to get stuck in. And sometimes once you're stuck, it's an even harder one to realize that you're in. As entrepreneurs, as business owners, as humans, parents, friends, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. We live in a world that perpetuates more and more and more and more and more. Whether it's more disconnection, whether it's more consumption, whether it's more distraction, whether it's more hustle, whether it's more, it's a more, 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 more. It's a lack of content. It's a lack of acceptance and a lack of presence. And it's a dangerous game. Unless we know that that's the field and we choose to play on that field and do it on our rules and play our game, which is why we support each other and help each other and we talk through these things. And so today, I think it's really important to share like six productivity tips, life tips, hack tips that I have used and a lot of my friends, my students, my colleagues, my mentors have used to manage our time and to get more done which starts to break down that paradigm. And we've been trained for years. Pick your age, right? I'm 37. And I've been going and going and going since I was 11 was when I got my first job. I had my first job to survive. I got a paper route. I had to pay for my own food. I had to support myself due to the broken home that I was living with. And then when I went in high school, I didn't have family support. I had social services involved. So I had three jobs so I could pay for a car and a cell phone at 15, 16, 17. And then when I left high school, I joined the Marine Corps and I was on active duty and we were like more, more, more. There was never enough push to your break. Pain is weakness, leaving the body. That's not blood, that's strength. Like there were all these things and then carried over into entrepreneurship, right? It's like more, more, more. I'm going to be more. I'm going to hustle hard. I'm going to do it all. And it's literally for me, it's 26 years of programming, 26 years of programming of that belief. And so it's not going to go away overnight. What it goes away with is intentionality and daily practices and daily awarenesses and the intentionality and discipline to make sure that we're building this life to live it, that we're not hustling our life away and that we're not falling into the trap of more so that we can enjoy what we've built, but also to honor ourselves and honor those around us by being as effective and efficient as we can with our time to create memories to create moments and experiences. And that's what today's podcast is about for me. So I'm going to share uh, the six things that I do 
and I've, I've gathered these from my own practice, my team, my mentors, people like that. I crowdsourced a lot of this, and these are all things that I do. And so from what everybody shared with me, I shared the things that I do because I can only speak to what I do. There's a lot out there for you. Um, one really good book that I recommend before we get into it today uh, is Benjamin Hardy's new book. You guys have seen me post about this a few times. Benjamin Hardy just wrote a new book called Personality is Impermanent. And uh, Benjamin's a psychologist. I think he's a, I forgot what he calls himself. It's an organizational psychologist or behavior, something like that. So Benjamin Hardy's book, Personalities and Permanent, is absolutely amazing. And then another person that I follow on Instagram, her name is the holistic psychologist, Nicole LaPera, I believe. And both of them are some of the most brightest minds that I've seen when it comes to our future selves, future self-journaling, and reinventing ourselves to become who we want to be and really embodying that. And so I utilize them a lot. I learn from them. I read. I consume their content. I journal. I do it. And so that's something I recommend for anybody who wants some support and step-by-steps or belief-shifting paradigms or ways to put this into practice every day with what I'm going to share with you. So tip number one. Tip number one is you need a personal mission statement for your life and it must align to your work. You need a personal mission statement for your life and it must align to your work. And this doesn't matter if you're an employee, an entrepreneur, a business owner, a teammate, a partner, a biz partner, it doesn't matter. But if you're not living for something outside of your job or outside of checking the box, you're not living, you're dying. You need a personal mission statement for your life. That could be the legacy that we want to leave. That could be the vision for what you want to give to your kids. That can be how you want to become the greatest person that you can be to give it away. My personal mission statement that I wrote at the end of a meditation, a long, silent meditation, uh, for myself was, I quote, this is my quote in my personal mission statement, to stand with structure in the face of resistance to create possibility. To stand with structure in the face of resistance to create possibility. That's my personal mission statement for my life. I read that a hundred times a day. It's on my phone. I document it. I journal it. I spit it. And what that means to me is that my life and my story was a gift. It was a gift to fortify me, to give me strength, to give me empathy, to give me compassion, to give me intuition, to give me wisdom. And so my job is to stand with structure every day, i.e. to love myself, fill my tank, lead by example in the face of any resistance right? Wanting to quit, small-minded, the state of the world, business, hate, whatever, to create possibilities for me, my family, and then the people that I care about, which would be my customers. That's my personal mission statement. And then I lined it to my work by saying, I'm going to go create something different. I care about people. Relationships beat algorithms. I'm going to give my all. And I'm going to stand as strong as I can stand in whatever resistance I have to stand in to create a different world that we live in when it comes to business and marketing, impact, and service. And that's my mission. And so your number one is to create a personal mission statement for your life and align it to your work. Tip number two is you need to do an energy and attention audit. Because there are only two things that happen in your day when it comes to where you're focusing your energy, your attention, your friendships, your social, your consumption. It is either filling your tank and helping you become the best version of yourself, 
or it is draining your tank and having you accept mediocrity. And that's it. And so you have to do an energy and attention audit. Our job is not to hoard relationships. Our job is not to hoard more, to consume more, to follow more people. That's not living. That's distraction and consumption. I did this in our podcast. If you haven't listened to it, you need to go back and listen to it. I forgot what number it was. Um, it was with Elp Ken, um, the amazing Buddhist monk. Uh, and it was a couple episodes ago. You need to go listen to it. Okay. And so our job is to live. It's to practice. It's to be present, not to consume. And so you need to do an energy and attention audit. And that means an honest conversation. For 24 hours, look at everywhere you go to your phone. Open your screen time. Are you spending two and a half hours on Facebook, an hour on Instagram? Are you going to the bathroom and you can't go without your phone? Are you responding to 35 text messages that don't make you happy? Are you gossiping about people? Are you responding and fighting with people on social media? Are you distracting yourself? Are you finding excuses to procrastinate? You need to figure out authentically where you are. And not from a place of shame or fault or blame or guilt, but from a place of like, wow, this is where I am. And when you do that energy and attention audit, this is where I'm giving my energy and these are the results I'm creating. This is where I'm giving my attention and these are the results I'm creating. And you look at it and you have all the information, you get to make a decision. This is how I'm living with my energy and attention and these are the results that I'm creating. Okay, do I want to keep these results or do I want to create different results? And if you want to keep them, great, own that. Go sit on the couch, go watch Netflix, do whatever you want, but you have to be honest with yourself. Or if you want to create something different, you can't create from the same space. You have to start making adjustments and you need to be clear on what adjustments you need to make to create the life that you want or put your energy where it belongs or put your attention to where it belongs. But it all starts with self-integrity and self-awareness of where you are. So you have to do an energy and attention audit to know the field that you're on, to know where you are on the map. I always use Google Maps or Apple Maps as an analogy for this. You can tell me all day that you want to run a $5 million business. You want to have the life of your dreams, the body of your dreams, and boom, boom, boom. It's amazing. You're crystal clear on the destination. But if you open Google Maps on your phone and put in the destination and hit directions, it can't give you directions until it knows where you are. And so the purpose of an energy and attention audit is to know where you are so then you can start plotting the path to going where you want to go. So that's tip number two. Tip number three is you need an accountability buddy, a mastermind, a friend. You need somebody that knows what you're doing, where you're going, what you're up to, so they can support you in getting there. And there's a reason this follows the energy and attention audit. Because there are two types of people in this world, in your life. And it's really clear. There are people that accept your mediocrity or there are people that pull you up to your greatness. And that's it. That's it. If you tell your friends that you want to lose weight and you want to be the healthiest version of yourself and they invite you out for drinks and you say, I'll come but I'm not having drinks and they start basically... I don't know, bullying you or pressuring you into like, oh, but you could have this one, you could have this one. That's not supporting you in your greatness. If you tell your friends you're eating clean, like, hey, I'm eating clean, like, I want to go out to dinner with you guys, but I pick somewhere, like, oh, we don't want to eat there, blah, 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 blah. 
and you decide to go like, oh, just this one time, that's not supporting your greatness. That's accepting your mediocrity. If you're sitting here with a friend and you text a friend, you're like, hey, man, I know I'm supposed to work out today. I'm so tired and rest. You know, like, I just wanted to let you know. And they're like, no, you made a commitment. You gave your word. Go work out. Maybe don't push as hard. That person's pulling you into your greatness. And you have to be aware of who these people are. But it also starts with you being integrous and self-aware and being willing to get vulnerable. Because having an accountability partner, being in my mastermind, having a team of people that support you is one of the most rewarding things in the world and also can be some of the challenge, most challenging because there's times I want to quit. There's times I want to go to bed. There's times I don't want to get up. I only post on social media my pictures of me at 4 a.m. when I'm like getting up at 3 a.m., 3.30 a.m. to be in integrity, 3.35 to be in exact. And when I get to the gym at 4, because if I post it, I create accountability outside of myself and tomorrow morning when I'm not wanting to get up, even though I gave my word, I remember I posted it and it's just enough to tilt me into the edge. So am I still relying on some external? Yeah, for sure. Am I using the internet for my accountability partner? For sure. Is there going to be a point where none of you will know what time I get up and what I'm doing? Yeah. And you'll see the kingdom that I've built, but I'm not living in it. I'm giving it away. And that's why I do this. And so you have to have an accountability buddy. You have to have a mastermind, a group of people, a tribe, like our Facebook group or our mastermind or your best friend in your life. But you guys have to have a pact that you hold each other to your greatness and you do not accept each other's mediocrity. And you have to be integrous about everything. If you give your word, give it. Don't give the easy goal. Don't give the easy answer. Like, oh, I want to get in shape. No, I want to lose five pounds in the next 30 days. I want to read for 20 minutes a day. I want to make sure I walk for an hour a day. And you put it out there and you tell people to hold yourself accountable and to have them support you. There's going to be times that they're going to push you. There's going to be times they're going to pull you. And there's going to be times that they're pulled by you. And that's the point of having a team. Teammates don't do the work for you, but they always see you for your greatness, not where you are. They always see you for where you're going, not where you are. And that's who you want to surround yourself with. So number three is have an accountability buddy a mastermind, a group of people, a person who supports you. Number four is you have to reflect daily. At the end of your day, I highly recommend doing this practice. You take out a piece of paper, you take out a journal, and you look at your day. What goals did you set that day? What were you trying to accomplish? And you look back at your day and you ask yourself these three questions. What worked? What didn't work? And what am I going to do differently tomorrow to make it work? And you actually answer these three questions. And once you're done answering those three questions, you write them down and you reflect on them. And then you make a plan for the next day, which are going to be number five and six on this list. But number four is you have to reflect. If you're a business person, an entrepreneur, which most of you are, and you want a really good book on this, there's a book that Keith Cunningham wrote called The Road Less Stupid. And he calls it his thinking time. And it is absolutely mind-blowing because the only way that you can create more is by doing less more effectively, not by doing more. This isn't a game of attrition, who can hustle harder, who can bleed more. It all comes from intentionality, knowing what levers you have, knowing when to pull them, when not to pull them, and knowing when the lever needs some maintenance or you need a new lever. And that only comes in reflection. So step number four is you have to ask yourself these daily questions. Looking at my day, in my health, in my wealth, in my business, in my relationship, what worked, 
what didn't work and what am I going to do differently to make it work? And then you go to number five. And number five is you have to set a power hour, which means you have to non-negotiably open your calendar and tomorrow and the next day put a hour in your calendar where you are doing nothing else except your needle mover, your strength, your queen bee roll as Mike McCallis calls it. Bo Eason calls it no plan B for your A game, your A game, your gift to the world. Whatever that thing is that's going to move the needle, you set an hour and that means no phone, no books, no distractions. You do it and you do it for an hour and you treat it like a workout and you give it your all. And at most you do Pomodoro with 20 minutes on, five minutes off, 20 minutes on and go for an hour. And nothing gets in that time. That time is sacred. That time is gospel. That is your time. That is religious time with you. That is your sovereignty time, your growth time. That is protected at all costs for you to give your everything to your greatness. And then tip number six is you have to have well-defined goals. Where do you want to be 30 days from now, 60 days, 90 days from now, five years from now, 20 years from now? Where do you want to be in your health? your wealth, your relationship, your life? Where do you want to be in your business? How many hours a day do you want to work? How much do you want to weigh? What do you want to have the energy for? How do you want to be eating? How do you want to be spending your time? You can't build a house without a blueprint. You can't create your vision without the specifics. You need to know how long the boards are going to be. You need to know what order they're going to go in. You need to know how many floors it's going to have, how many rooms it's going to be, how many bathrooms you want to have. You need the same thing for your life. You need to know where you want to spend your time, what you want your business to be, where you want to eat, how you want to move, how you want to work out, how you want to spend time with your kids, your family. Do you want to create a family, start a family, get married, date, whatever? You have to know. And so you set these well, clearly defined goals and you set yourself up to win. And then you set your power hour to accomplish these goals. And then at the end of the day, you look at, oh, I was working towards these goals. What worked? What didn't work? What am I going to do differently? And then you schedule those into the next power hour. But the only way you're going to win is if you play the game. And you have to play your game. You have to know the field that you're on, the game that you're playing, so you can measure what's working and not working. This is a game. Football games aren't one with one play. Baseball games aren't one with one pitch. I'm not even a sports guy, right? Marathons aren't run with one step. You don't lose weight with one meal. You don't grow in your relationship with one date. It's a game. And it's a game that you have to play every day. And it's how you practice these things every day. These small things every single day that add up to create you as the champion. Gold medalists don't win gold because the morning before the Olympics they decided they wanted to go be a sprinter or a shot putter or a snowboarder. They put in the practice every single day when nobody's looking, sweating, pushing, struggling, growing, learning. So when the moment is there, when they get to that moment, they've already won before they competed. See, champions win before the game, and that's why they win. Because it's everything that they've put in every single day. So that the only outcome is the championship. And that's where we get to be. So these are my six productivity tips to manage your time and to get more done. I'm going to go over them again one more time. And I encourage you to take these seriously. Because you have two choices in this moment. 
you can keep going like you're going, and maybe it works for you, great. Or you can try this on for size and have a chance to reach a new level. And trust me, I will interview many people on this podcast. I will interview to many of my friends. I will introduce you to many of my friends. Some of them wildly successful, worth $500 million, a billion, two billion, three billion. These are the people I talk to every day. These are the things that they've taught me and what they do, and they're non-negotiables. And so we have to live it and embody it now every single day to get to where we want to be a year, two, and five years from now. Because we're not going to win the gold medal overnight. The gold medal is already being won or lost in this moment right now with what we do every single day or what we don't do every single day. So my six productivity tips to manage time and get more done. Number one, you need a personal mission statement for your life and it needs to align to your work. Number two, you need to do an energy and attention audit and make adjustments. Number three, you need an accountability buddy, a support group, a mastermind, or something or someone that holds you to your greatness and does not accept your mediocrity. Number four, you need to ask questions daily in your reflection time. What worked? What didn't work? What am I going to do differently? Number five is you need to set a power hour, non-negotiable. That is your time, your sovereignty time. Nobody can touch it. It's sacred. And then number six is you have to have clearly well-defined goals. Pick the order that they go in, but all of these things combined are a guaranteed recipe for success. So that's what I wanted to cover today on today's Winning Wednesday. Uh, I appreciate you listening. I would love to hear about this. I would love if you posted these in our Facebook group. Post your goals. Look for an accountability partner. Share what your personal mission statement is. Like I genuinely get filled up reading your comments when you guys send me DMs, when you send these to me because it keeps me accountable, keeps me motivated to keep going. And we're in this together. We're a family. We're a team. And we are all working towards the same thing, which is making this world a better place and leaving a stamp on it that we're proud of. So when our name is mentioned, it's love, support, compassion, empathy made a difference, not broken, disconnected, took from us, money hungry. No, like we care about this world. We care about making it better. We care about making ourselves better. And this is where we have to practice. And I'll end with this. My business partner, Stefano Safandos, who you guys have heard on the podcast, I love him to pieces. He is my teacher. He is my student. He is my best friend, my soul brother, my work husband, my life husband. You, you name it, that's what he is to me. And there's been many times where I've asked him out of frustration, man, I just, I feel like I'm not doing enough. I want to do more. Like, how can I do more? I want to serve more. I want to support more. And he looks at me dead in the eye every single time and he says the same thing. If you want to deepen your service, you must deepen your practice. And that's a summary of today's episode. So have an absolute beautiful day. Send this to a friend. Please, if you have not, I'm sure I'm going to cover this in the outro, but if you have not, um, I would love it if you could go review this podcast. If you have not subscribed, please do. Um, But reviews help people find this. You guys know I'm not crazy marketing this. I'm not really out there doing anything. It's all through word of mouth and all through you. Um, And I have a goal to reach as many entrepreneurs as possible with this to help as many people so we have a big community. So I'm going to ask right now, if you've learned anything from me, if these podcasts have been good, if any of this has been effective for you, could you please take 60 seconds out of your day and go review the podcast and share it? And an easy way to review this, and I'm going to make sure I give you the right link, the easiest way to review this is to go to ratethispodcast.com slash George. So rate, R-A-T-E, this, T-H-I-S, 
podcast, podcast.com slash George, G-E-O-R-G-E. So you can either rate it on the platform you're on like Apple, iTunes, any of that stuff, or you can go there and it will direct you to your platform and give you instructions. And so a lot of you ask me all the time, like, George, how can we help? How can we help? There are two ways that you can help me in this moment, and I'm going to lean in and ask very hard. And please only do this if you want to do this. Um, but also, if you've asked me how you can ever help, please honor that in this moment, which would be amazing for me. Please leave a review on this podcast, and then please share this podcast. Like, don't do a post that nobody's going to read, but like, do you know anybody that an episode would work for? Do you know anybody that would love to have me on their show? Do you know anybody who could benefit from this podcast? Please share it with them. Um, that's why these things are created, and I appreciate you immensely. So have an absolutely beautiful day. And as always, remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. So I'm off to finish my coffee and go to the gym. So have a beautiful day, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. And like I said in the beginning, and probably a ton of times throughout, make sure you subscribe to the show if you want to hear more. Now, leave a review if you like me. Actually, don't leave a review if you like me. Just leave a review if you feel so inclined. But I'm going to ask you because it helps other people find this. And I'm going to give you a little marketing lesson in the outro of this anyways. Go to mindofgeorge.com so you can get into our crazy family and also get a free gift my team and I made for you. Now, here's the thing. There's only four types of customer journeys and I'm sending you to one page to cover all of it. But our job is to give you everything that you need to succeed as an entrepreneur. See, what I want is I want you to be in our family. I want to be in a relationship with you. And I want you to have a win before I ever get a win. And so on that page, you'll see some of the best stuff that we have, our top podcast episodes, our free courses we put together, our free content. And there's one in particular that I'm super proud of. We put together a free 30-day transformational marketing course. Literally, just need your email so you can get in and get into the membership site. We talk about the two most important documents in your business, your lighthouse and your avatar sheet, which we now call the beacon of beliefs in your captain's assessment. We teach you about the conscious and subconscious customer journey, how to have congruency in your marketing, the psychology of email marketing marketing, the six email sequences that your business needs to have right now to win, the two most wasted pieces of real estate and digital marketing that you can fix right now, my special five-part email recipe, and how to reframe your card abandonment strategy so you don't insult people's intelligence anymore, plus whatever else I can come up with on a certain level of crazy, because my mission is to teach you that relationships will always beat algorithms, and I'm ready to be on your team, I'm ready to be in your corner, and it's time for you to win a gold medal. So make sure you go to mindofgeorge.com, and we'll see you in the next episode. I love you all. Bye.